It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. Sumi and Norestos arrive back at the Exalted Collection Auction House, exhausted, hurt, looking pretty done with stuff, and maybe a little bit dazed. Their companion, Zinla, bids them adieu and heads off to her apartments here in the uh, Exalted Collection auction house. And you head up to uh, the rooms that Lord Gabriel had set aside for you. I would say that at this point... Uh, Lord Gabriel has um, excused himself to tend to some business, and Feyran and Delilah are most likely sitting in a comfortable common area, maybe out on the balcony. Um, it's hot and humid and sort of like early evening. They might have some like tapas and some wine out for you. They're playing dragon chess. Mm. Is anybody who looks like they work here? Many people. Excuse me, um, I need several, can you get us, like, eight, get eight wines, just bring eight glasses of wine, thank you. Eight wines. Uh, certainly, Mr. Sumi, we will have that for you. Alright, and everyone, give everyone one, and then you can put the extras by me, I'll hand them out later. <laughs> and as they walk away, I'm behind them going, I won't hand them out later. She quad grabs four wines, and yeah. And then she just, like, flops into a chair, exhausted. So, and we're right there, like, we see that happen? You can look on roll Yeah, we're point. walking up to you. Yeah, we're doing it in a common area. Yeah, so Sorry, I see it now. I don't, I only see Lord Gabriel and Sumi. Or, uh... This is the balcony where I, uh, where Tarkan was trying to get information from that lady. Bin. But he's super dead. Why is Delilah not here? I also only see Delilah and... Uh, You're in the wrong quadrant. Yeah, scroll over to the right. Delilah flies in across the roof. Crashing like a meteor. (sighs) Well, that was a fun evening. Yeah, so what are Feyran and Delilah doing? So we would be playing, playing Dragon, Dragon Chess, Chess <laughs> and talking about, um, you know, conquests and whatnot. Sexual conquests? Whatever. No, Delilah would about. not be talking Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Delilah would not be talking about that. 
but it it would it would be, wouldn't be so much talking about the conquest. It's more just you know like the casual like thing here that like it, it wouldn't be conversation. It'd be like. Yeah, anytime it gets a little, like, personal, though, Delilah brings it back to, like, oh, the yeah. game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're both what? focused on the game. But that's Farron's most favorite topic, is incredibly personal details about people. It's sarcasm, because he never seems to ever want that. He's just a big weirdo. Uh, could I get you both to make intelligence checks to see how your previous game went? Sixteen. Thirteen. Put one on the board for Delilah. We're at oh, seven oh, Delilah, six Ferran. So that, wow. that that's not an accurate. That you took there reminds no. me of my no. battles. We've only actually played like two games in real life. Okay, that is um three Delilah, two Ferran. It was pretty close, Patrick. Well, the thing is, is that they also played almost every night we were camping. No, she was reading her book. First of all, she forgot her book for a really long time, so... Amanda did. Delilah did not. Yeah, so, um, Amanda, you probably will have not put any time into reading the book today. Uh, but you are... Because... You know, you were with Lord Gabriel, and you did need some sleep, or else you would have a point of exhaustion. Uh, but you are currently at 31 out of 48 hours on the book, and you need to get that done in the next, uh, I think, like four days, because if you don't get it done within a certain time frame, you have to start again from the beginning. Uh, you spend 48 now? hours, there yeah, you. we can hear you, over a period of six days or fewer. Um, yeah, I think I'll probably go read for a little bit right now. Then if we're not kind of about to do... Oh, no, I want to know what their what their issue is. Sorry, I'll I'll figure that out first. <laughs> so we just get in, she's sorry. like, well, bye. Bye, guys. Cut up and shit. Nice. Uh, yeah, no. oh, I'll and I'll just, I'll just quickly jump in. You will <clears throat> started doing this reading on Missathar 11. So you do only have three more days to fit in 17 more hours. Easy. Eight hours a day, that's no problem. Cool. Okay, so I will stick around and hear the problem and then uh, try to get some reading done. Well, the rest of saw my boobies. Wait, what? Come again? What happened to you? What what is what? this? I don't understand. I mean, that's the end of the story, but it's just I need a drink for that part. But um, I found a potion, and the potion uh makes you take a top off. Uh, it's... well, it I'm makes you take sorry. everything off. What? I so... no, I did I did not take everything off. Wait, can you I were getting pretty question? damn close. Right no, 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 no. Were you in battle, or did you just get really drunk? No, okay, so... Yes, uh, for the first part, though. Yes. Uh, we missed a battle. 
Yeah, Feyrin, how were the boxes of things you were looking through? Because oh. we found bad stuff. Really? We've... Well, I found some cool shit, you know? I didn't... <laughs> so, no, but I found, like, this oddity, like, this cool pane of glass, and, um, and this uh, personal telekinesis field, and this crafter's Which? eyes i found two two really dope things but like they're really expensive and i don't think he's gonna let me have them but he said he said he would actually sell one to me for a discount so now i've got to figure out which one i want but like one's like a, a armor um oh. and then one's one looks like it's a cool ass weapon oh well that actually does sound really amazing and then um, and then i showed them uh the little stone and i'm Show how it's glowing, and there were like six. No, of these no, I smashed it out of your hand. You got one too. Where'd you get it? No, I got a whole bunch. Yeah, I've got two. There were six in there. They get really hot. Be careful, they'll burn you. Ah, no, they're fine. Remember, they burnt the freaking dock. Yeah, like a little bit. And like only there, the is rest were fine. Is your skin tougher than wood? I don't understand that question. <laughs> Will it burn less fast than wood? Are they African or European? <laughs> your skin? I couldn't tell you because I don't know what those places are. We're far off places. You've never been there. Anyway, uh, I'm saying no. Those it's like are they're fine. They're fine. Is there a what, thing did, we could do? what did we see those stones do again? Can you remind us? So, a crate of these stones uh, fell off of a group of crates, broke open, and slid out beside a larger crate. All of the midnight stones began to sort of heat up and start burning through the dock, at which point something in the crate burst its way out. See, it was the big guy. He set him off. Captain right. Floaty got an orb in his hands. What? Dick mouth. What's so... well, oh, yeah, so... You did. Oh, hang on real quick. You did succeed at the Arcana checks to understand that the Midnight Stones, that's what the people who are trading them call them, have some sort of... You okay? Have some sort of void energy in them. Sort of like an odd, different type of magic. And so from that, you had reasoned that the creature in the box sucked up that energy and was able to wake up. Ah, see, I knew that. That's why they went off. Um, so, here we are. Calm docks. Everything's fine. Nice and chill. Hanging out. Look, there are some stones. How unfortunate that you spill. Out of the box comes a big ruboid man. Wait, can He's... we just go back for a second? To the part where I was yelling at the captain for selling things. That I was like, hey, if you don't know what they do, you shouldn't do that. And then she was like, nah, it's fine. And then what burst out of the box, no restos? Yeah, sure. That part also is very important to the story. There's a flashback. I think the moral of the story is Sumi was right. Uh, well, I've, I've never known that to be the moral of any story. Uh, but uh, remember when she just left when we were sleeping? Let's not forget that for just any so, point. There he is! Look at that! That's the man! So we had so a mirror we... for a what? face. Yep, we had a face mirror. mirror. 
big mirror, no face, just mirror. Orb above face. his head. Orb. It was a weapon. Orb, oh, and he was. Right. Um, I don't know. Was he like ten feet tall? How would you? He's say? real fucking big. He was very tall, and uh, yeah, he just started. Oh, he put everyone to sleep. He so knocked he, out a bunch of people. Yeah. He did like a sleep sound, and it made everybody fall asleep in a very large radius. Mm-hmm. That he was and jumping then, all over the place. Shooting people with his laser ball. Uh, and then ball. we were doing very well. Um, and then he just made a big noise again. Mm-hmm. And everyone who was asleep and him disappeared. They're all gone. So that was like a bunch of people. Was that 25? Yeah, somewhere between 15 and 25 people. They're gone. We don't know where. So Most of them wealthy. Yeah, it was like a bunch of rich people buying all this crazy shit uh, off the docks. So, Either this actually happened or you guys like got drunk, tripped and fell and hurt yourselves and came up with this bogus story because... Well, I mean, I also got a bag of midnight stones and then this this crazy force cube projector. If only there was some way that you could find out news that 25 people had disappeared after a giant robot showed up on the docks. Also, Probably just wait a day and you'll hear about it. Side note, Hmm. in our history, what would make you think that that's out of... Like, that's not a weird thing. That's a Tuesday. I'm just saying, you know, there's no evidence, so... Are you trying to defend the technology? No. Nope, we don't do that. Um, so what do you guys, what, so Sumi, what do you want to do next? What do you think we should do? Really, it's I, a defense mechanism because I'm disappointed. Ooh, we, ugh. no, we need to go save Slade and Charlotte. They're, I don't know how long they have. Who? We also heard shit was going on in Whitestone. Yes, shit is going on in Whitestone. Apparently there's a Titan there or something. I don't know. Huh. So, uh, a titan, you say? I'm just gonna like <laughs> because I told Delilah and Faerun about this, but you guys weren't there, so I'm just filling in. Um, I scried on uh, Charlotte and Slade, and they are stuck in some sort of like suspended animation stasis field, and I think I know where they are, but yeah, they're just stuck there, and I'm guessing it looks like somebody pushed Charlotte into the field. Because she has like that backward momentum falling. And that oh. Slade ran after her because he's a big dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm guessing it was the Star Dazzlers. So I want to go save those two and then murder them. First of all, those ladies were amazing. Amazingly going to be murdered. So, um... But so yeah, that's what Sumi wants to do. She wants to take he a bead. Scried on them, and they were falling. No, they're frozen. They were like locked frozen, in stasis. Was able to like see what motion they were at. Oh, I, I, uh, okay. I used my my intellect and went. What would make her do Can that? Can we freeze this for a second here? You bet. Pun intended. Hey. And um, so the stones, should we get rid of them real quick or? No. Actually, actually no, probably not. It'll be cool to see what they activate. But just warning, uh, it could be giant men with laser balls that try to kill us. Cool, I'll keep that in mind. Wait, wait. Also, 
Do I have to do? Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. Took me a second. Sorry. Also, uh, what Feyran would know, Feyran, uh, would know from his uh, investigations on these Midnight Stones is that they hold some sort of strange energy. And when you sort of activate them through a uh, exertion of will, that energy will do something. And you're not certain what it'll do because it changes. You have two. Do you want to do one right, right now? Chaos rocks. Fuck yes. All right. Go ahead and roll a d20. Oh, God damn it. Can I make a reflex save to dive away? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can make a dexterity save. And throw. Oh, he made his pun. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. It's a man's nice. pun. What pun? Let's, can I freeze you there? Oh, so he doesn't get hit by line. That's okay. why I said, oh, wait, is that your pun? Oh, oh you, you cut out seven. that part. Oh my goodness, I literally glanced over and thought, and I hope it's not that one. (laughs) I got a 12 on my dexterity saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It has no sort of splash effect. Good. I still dive out of the way. (laughs) Legs and arms bloodlessly drop off. What? I'm sorry, what? Yep. Like, you're the torso. <laughs> that is what the fucking hell? Oh my god. Does he fall over? Because, like, how yeah. was he sitting? Yeah, you were sitting at a bench, and you pulled out a midnight stone. Narestos leaps away as you sort of activate it. It glows like the dark stone. Uh, it's got these green striations on it. They glow just a little bit. And then your arms and legs fall off. You lose balance and roll to the grassy ground. Jesus. So Sumi's going to jump over and try to, like, I don't know, grab. But then there's no blood. And she's flipping out and is calling for, like, the servants to get anyone who could heal. Like, get a priest. So that did not go well. Are you okay? Yeah, a priest. Are you a cleric? Are you okay? Does it hurt? Are you? Uh... Does it hurt? I don't know. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, just I stick it back hurt. on. Please, you got some. Make it go back. Was it? Was it the rock? Make syrup? it back. Hold on, everyone. Hold on. I'm gonna try something here. <laughs> Is Delilah just being fun. super chill? I take his arms. And I try and put them where his legs went. <laughs> you do that and I will blow you up. You can't do anything. You got no fire breath. Oh, uh, roll him over. <laughs> um, try and do it now, idiot. I have a tail, you asshole. Could I, could I get Feyran to make an arcana check, please? Are his arms moving? Are they, like, limp? Nope. Yeah, they're limp. 19. 19. Okay. So, uh, strangely enough, you recall back to uh, some notes that you had seen on some of these items uh, that came out of Kaimal. And uh, it's not exactly the same. uh, Kaimal is the gambling city. Uh, It's not exactly the same effect, but you remember hearing that somebody had lost. Uh, body parts and so on, and there was uh, uh, there was some studies going on and whatnot. You're fairly certain 
that if you were to take a short or long rest and hold the limbs in place, they would reattach. <laughs> so... Wait a second. So, if we lay him down and flip all the things around, legs for arms and arms for legs, we can no. do it. No. It might make him more combat effective. Or so much they, less. They do have to be put in their original positions oh, to reattach, or else the time is just wasted. Okay, well... well well, Feyran hasn't told anybody that. He just knows oh, yeah. it's not messed I was up. trying to, and then I got interrupted. That's because uh, Nerestos is trying to jam uh, arms in your <laughs> hip sockets. Asshole. Hey, you fucking piece of shit. Stop it. All right, give me your arm. Let me try and no, shove it. listen, listen. So I remember reading this thing way back about this happening to somebody else, somewhere else, and like, just all we have to do is just hold <laughs> your fucking piece of shit. Stop it. I'm listening. What are you saying? As uh, Norestos flails around with the hands, with the arms. What's going on? I can't feel my arms and they're all dragony. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fabian. Continue. Breath yeah, so... No. no, he's holding your arms. Yeah. Resistant to fire. <laughs> Continue. Okay, so like, if you hold them in place while I take a short rest or a long rest, they'll reattach themselves. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's uh, why I'm not freaking out. Okay. All right, well, let's drag we'll him just... over to the grass, and yeah. we'll just lay here for an hour. Yeah. Do you want me to pour the wine right into your mouth? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I would. Are you guys gonna keep telling us what's going on, or no, are we that's, just gonna that's ignore it. the fact that happened? We're just gonna not. I, I don't know what to do about that. How okay. close do they have to be? Like attached in the right spots. Like we just okay. laid them beside. Would it not be good enough to have to like no. jam them there for an yeah. hour? Like need to be held maybe? in place. Yeah. Okay, well, can we like... wrap them? Uh, all these worried uh, servants that are around, could you bring some bandages? Yeah, or a bunch of servants are running out. Them. They look oh. horrified. Yeah, no, just hold them. There. A senior servant comes out and says, we'll get you some of the um, draperies and we'll wrap them around you. Sounds good. That We're going to need, you. like, a straw. Mm, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll bring a straw. So, Delilah, we need to um, talk to Lord Gabriel about getting me a discount on those items. There. That's your priority right now? I'll be Is right back. Be I, I do like to imagine Faerun, like, as a torso. Need to get a discount. <laughs> yep. I don't know why he had Narestos' voice, but... Um, okay, so like one is like um okay, Yeah, I I'm, get it, I get it. No, I'll work on it. Can Relax. I can I read you yes. here? This will help. Tell us what they do. Okay, so one's an artifact. It's called mm-hmm. listen to this. Fiery Hellmaker. That That's very a shotgun. For you. Take that. No, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's a shotgun. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. Do you not do you not have their effects? It's just their names? And then the next one is living armor sheath. Okay, don't probably... take living, don't take living armor stuff. Why? Because you can't get it off. 
That's fine. No, it's That's not. That's my character, though. If it's an attuned she, item. Heat it up, Buttercup. If it's a tuned item, what? You, know, you can't take it off. Yeah. No, but then you can't get other items that are attuned. Stuck. But I want this. But then you can't get anything else if it's better. It's, we'll just kill my it. guess, it's a living item sheath for a weapon, and it just maybe does a cool thing uh, that you can't take off. Mm, Fiery Hellmaker. Yeah, Corey. if that's what it is, like if the, if you're, it's a sheath for a weapon like you're talking about, then yeah, absolutely, Fiery Hellmaker. Or only th- it's a vagina. Cool. Um, so living armor sheath. Where a blade is sheathed. Oh, so I was told. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I figured you sheath yourself in cloth, right? No, it's definitely a sheath for a while. Yeah, I know what a vagina is, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So he said um, that Lord Gabriel is willing to sell me one, but not both, at a discount. I would suggest Fiery Hellmaker. I'm thinking that as long as I can afford it. What if it's too much, guys? We kill Lord Gabriel. You can That's a joke. Right? I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to do that, maybe. obviously. Okay. We'll talk Thank about you. it. Thank you. Wait, maybe we're going to kill him? No, I said. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wow. I got confused. Cool. I'm very much looking forward to that. What does my thing do again? Usually, peas and say, sex. Did your ketchup not go well, or what? Yes. She's like, eh, it wasn't that greatest. Let's just kill him. <laughs> oh. It was like a no. bee. Don't have an off night with Delilah. Pack yeah, that's fairly accurate. That that oh. actually really is. So yeah. the mm-hmm. thing lets me get one reroll a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your pun thing. Your grab claw. Oh, there's so much crying. Oh, no. Oh. I don't know if it was upstairs or downstairs, though, because we have three kids in the basement. Why do you have three kids in the basement? They like to have campouts down there for like oh. sleepovers. I thought you meant three different kids. No. I was like, why are there three other kids in your basement? That's do you know they're? Kids. Are they supposed to be there? Do they sneak in? But seriously, uh, I don't know what to do with the people who disappeared. So, I who gives a fuck? Like, someone else's yeah, exactly. problem. Yeah. Okay. So, first okay, of all, guys. it was all rich people, so I don't fucking care. Well, Second of all, sailors. what the fuck are we going to do? So who cares? Where where do you think that those two are captured? Yeah, are they close to where we are? Sorry, they're no, they're in Tal'Dorei. Tal'Dorei? Okay, so catch me up. Did you spend an hour doing a short rest and returning that stuff? What did you decide on doing? Yeah, right. Well, we were just talking about, uh, Sumi, where did you see... Slade and uh, Charlotte. So I think I saw them in a place with ice and lava. And uh, Delilah, no one remembers this because Delilah, you were ash. But um, <laughs> when um, Tarkan and Shell and I were traveling through up to the up through the Dagobah Mountains towards um, the airship town. The Emerald Outpost. The Emerald Outpost. Um, I found an area where there were these large jutting crystals and ice and lava. And so I think that's where they are since we knew they were in the mountains looking for the Titan. 
So how long of travel from here would that be? Well, we have the beats, so we could go oh, yeah. as soon as we can. So we do a rest, let him recuperate, and then go? Yeah, I think so. And I think, did you want to spend some time reading? I mean, I know their lives are important, but so is your book. <laughs> yep. yep, 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 I would. I mean, um, if they're what, trapped what? in stasis, they're not going anywhere, right? Well, yeah, I don't know like, if they're I going to starve to death in stasis. I couldn't tell if they were stasis. alive or not. I don't know what So they, they might is. already be dead, so then we're rushing for absolutely no reason. Right, so, I mean, take a few days, read your book. What good is gold? Also, you still, after our rest, need to talk to your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, talk cool, to cool, cool, him about cool. things. Relax. I wish to argue, but, I mean, your logic's actually really sound. I don't want to wait, like, a week no, or a no, month, but, no, like, absolutely not. two days no, like, won't a make a difference. Days? Either they're dead or alive. They're, like, this guy I heard named Schrodinger. Yeah, give me a couple days to finish this book, and I'm good to go. I mean, so unless like, someone discovers yeah. them and just shoots them with an arrow, unless the stasis field would stop them, I don't know. You'll, like, hopefully it will be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Wow, way to be the scary man from Dennis the Menace, Patrick. What? <laughs> Christopher yeah. Lloyd? The, oh! When he, like, flicks out his knife and eats his apple. Well, first of all, it's just a paring knife. So should you be eating a pear with it? I hope you hold up a pear. I'd be so happy. I don't have pears. I have bourbon. We do. We just fed our dogs some pears. And should dogs butter. eat pears? Ours do. I don't know about what dogs need. What a dog wants. What a dog needs. Okay. It wants to eat your pears and it sets you free. Okay, oh so, um, cover. I like it. so I guess it's sort of like early dinner time right now. So if Delilah excused herself and just did reading, she could probably get five more hours in today. Nerd. You're a nerd. Which means you just need 12 hours left. 12 hours more. So you could get that all done tomorrow, 12 hours straight, but I would give you a point of exhaustion. Or you can do eight hours and then four hours the next day, or six and six, whatever you want to do. But if you go over eight hours, it'll be a point of exhaustion. I'm gonna I'll be right back. Four. My father is calling me. No. For sure. Eight. eight and four. So we're going to chill here for today's, well, like today, tomorrow, the next day, and then leave the next day after that. So four days? Uh, no, because she can do eight hours tomorrow on the 15th. And then on the 16th, she only does four hours. So assuming she gets up at eight, you're leaving by lunchtime. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would work. Um, Something I have always wanted to do for my character here is get a hand crossbow instead of my light crossbow, so if I could go shopping tomorrow while she's reading, that'd be fantastic. Totally. Also, don't you, you wanted to ask about your boomstick, right? Yeah, I, I don't actually know what these items are, or what they look like. Absolutely. I will give you that info as soon as I look up the cost of a hand crossbow. 
And that sounds good. do you want Delilah to act like, do you want me to act out the scene where I ask for the deal? Or can we just say that I spoke to him and he had like, he's giving him the deal? Yeah, no, he's happy as long as Delilah confirms that Feyran is staying in her service. Uh, then uh, yeah. Lord Gabriel will give a discount. Perfect. Yep. Your fiance is the best. How discounted. <laughs> Don't get greedy. Okay, so a hand crossbow is 75 gold. Easy. Whoa, that's way more than I thought. Gonna need some bolts as well. Oh no, you're no. not. You're gonna infuse it. Yes, I am. And can I um, sell my light crossbow? Like, can we do a straight swip across? Not a straight one. No, no uh, obviously not straight. I just meant sell to reduce the 75. Sure. And it was uh, what type? Light, light crossbow? crossbow? Yeah. Okay, so a light crossbow to buy is 25 gold, so you can sell it for 12. Yeah. Which means your hand crossbow is only 63. Um, is there like a service that's like, you know, near an airport, those places that, you know, exist still, and they have the board that shows you when arrivals and departures are coming? Do they have something like that for boats where you can ask someone to tell you when a boat pulls into port? Uh, yes, you can go to the harbor master and uh, they'll be able to give you that information if you do a persuasion check or bribe them. Sweet, because I just want to know when Avinson's boat comes. You know, as long mm -hmm. as there isn't a huge, huge boat blocking the whole canal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, they'll have cleared that up. Yeah, and everyone will be like, what is she talking about? <laughs> That's the hope. I got a five on my persuasion, so I'll have to persuade with my money. Okay, um, they will accept a bribe of three gold pieces. Done. And uh, so they don't have information of when um, the Melpomene is going to arrive because it doesn't have a, uh, a scheduled route plan. Oh, GPS. But they will uh, send a messenger uh, to let you know when the ship comes in. Yeah, that's all I want. Just someone to come be like, hey, it's here, so that I can stop creepily scrying Vincent. And you knew that it was pretty close. Um, if you do this in the morning on Missathar 15, it's actually in the evening on Missathar 15 that a message is delivered to you at the Exalted Collection Auction House. Vincent and the Melpomene have arrived. Sweet. If Vincent has the energy, we're going to go out on the town. Oh, he's definitely got the energy. Nice. He's, he's excited for shore leave. It's been rough. Sumi's just really happy to see a like super friendly face and to go like have a blast. Especially because Delilah's still reading. <laughs> also probably... deserves it. Yeah, and also Delilah has been no fun for two days. No, yeah. Okay, um... Um, okay. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, do we know how... Do you know which one you're going to buy? Like, do you know how much one it is? No. Oh, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, That's why I figured. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Jen, 
Vincent is uh, excited to see you, happy that you're safe. Uh, he knows a number of excellent places to take you in Port de Mali. He seems to favor um, out-of-the-way expensive bars. Does the... he have money? Yes, apparently. All right. Um, he has uh, finished his run on the Melpomene and uh, sort of cashed out his shares of the ship, taken his pay, um, and he is looking for other prospects. And when he's out enjoying himself with you, he goes to sort of the places like you go down a back alley and then you tell somebody your name and they let you in because you're on a list and inside it's like a really nice club or bar. With fans. This um, sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can trance in there. <gasps> Jen, I would really like to know what Sumi's wearing for this date. Oh. oh. It's my favorite part about Sumi stories. Oh, okay, well we'll have to get back to that in okay. a second. Um uh, so go go talk to uh, Ferran. I'll get back to you in a second. We'll talk about because I think Amazing. we'll talk about Vincent. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank okay. You. So yeah, you've got the pane of glass. That's pretty obvious what that is. So let's go to the personal telekinesis field. So I meant more the I yeah. The oh, you want to know the artifacts first? But no, that's fine. You're already going there. I don't know. We need it all. It's too late. It's too late. I've gone to the fiery uh, hellmaker. Yes. Is it what I think it is? No. Let him say. Okay. It is a vertical pole with a metal disc on top. So not what I thought. There is a control box at the center. Okay. And several sturdy metal legs that you bend outward to support it. Like a tripod. Yeah. It takes two rounds to set up. And then, when you activate it using your action on the third round, the disc fires a barrage of burning metal in all directions. Each creature within range, except for a three-foot radius uh, at the base of the device, must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Targets take 2d4 piercing damage and 2d4 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one, depletion of 1 in 1d6. a one-time use thing or is this a you can use it numerous times? Wow. Every time you use it, you roll a d6. If you roll a 1, it no longer works. Oh, okay. Wow. That's... And so does it like keep firing or is it like a poof? Uh, you use your action, it fires. You use your action, it fires. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It just takes two rounds Ooh. to pull out set the legs up. and set it up. Is uh, it... Dull. Heavy to carry? Will that be an issue for you? No, no it's not that heavy. Like, picture like an aluminum rod yeah. with, a, with a stick like, on top and some spread out legs. I, I'm assuming like um, the pole from uh, Day of Grievances or whatever. the From Seinfeld. Oh. It's just a straight aluminum pole. Um, <laughs> like, instead of a Christmas tree, it's like the Festivus. pole. Festive. So it's just an aluminum yeah, okay. pole that would be... Okay, yeah. that... Yeah. yeah. I see you now. Um, I will get you the actual price. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Sorry about that. 
You did not hear what the um, fiery hellmaker is. Oh shit! What's the price of it? Twenty three thousand gold. And uh, Lord Gabriel would be willing to give that to you for half. What's the other one? Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Let me just write down. Uh, Did you hear okay, what so it does, the... though? Yeah, why don't you explain to Norestos? Okay, so, dude, this thing, it's its like a pole. It's got, like, a disc on top. And then it's got, like, a keypad in the middle of the pole. And then at the bottom... Like, I take one turn to start setting out the legs on it, and it's like, a, it's got, like, tripod legs, or, like, basically, like, aluminum pole in a Christmas tree stand. I understand what a tripod construction yeah, so is. so then it takes two turns to set it up, so one turn and then two turns, and then on my third turn, I activate, and I can activate it on every turn after, and every time I activate it, it sh- goes, and it shoots fire discs everywhere and then dogs from hell start barking (laughs) seems very ineffective uh anybody who fails the dexterity saving throw outside of three feet away from it um takes 2d4 uh slashing damage and 2d4 fire damage that's sorry he said anyone yeah so if you're standing within three feet of it then uh you're safe and then it shoots out in an undetermined uh, distance. We figure that out based on the level of the artifact. Yeah, what if one of us is there? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. That's not, a, that's not a shotgun. Short dress or long dress? Short dress. Alright, I'll put it in the chat. Give me a sec. I like to wear a short dress when I go out on Sunday night. Oh, I didn't it say. Oh no. Where's Jen? I'm here. Alright, I'm going to, while you're figuring that out, read the living armor sheath. Uh, when not affixed to a creature, a living armor sheath looks like a mass of heavy fabric. When being used, it looks like heavy leathery flesh. Wriggling into the living armor sheath takes a couple rounds. It is worn directly on your skin and under clothes or other armor. However, the skin bulks you up, requiring some wardrobe changes if your clothing was already tight. The living material adheres and conforms to your body shape. Once in place, you have advantage on saves to resist poison and disease and get a plus one bonus to AC. A living armor sheath has a depletion of 1 in 1d20 checked each day of use. That's way better than what I thought it was. All right. And Sumi, what's your dress like? So it's in the chat. It Why is, is dress? made of all metal. And so it's got like, yeah, it's got like a front metal kind of like plate made of metal rings. And then the sides totally see through of just like gold metal chain. Um, and it's very short. And she looks really ready to party. And why? Sorry. At what point did Sumi decide wardrobe change was needed? I'm out on the town with Vincent. You just, like, what? 
we're on the second day. Oh, we've moved past. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. Mrs. I thought you just were like, ah, whatever. Faerun's arms fell off. Bye. <laughs> No, uh, Misuthar 14 ends with everybody taking an evening and a long rest at the Exalted Auction House uh, Casino. Or Casino. (laughs) Exalted Collection Auction House. I got a C word in there. Um, Delilah spends eight hours of the day reading her book. Sumi goes down to the docks and uh, sets up a notification if Melpomene comes in, which it does come in that evening. And she goes out on the town at Vinson uh, with uh, super cool nightclub-y places. Yeah. So I was going to tell Vinson about... Um, oh, what was that captain's name? Oh, uh, she is the captain of the Truant. Let me grab her name. Penny Proudwarf? No, that's what the dwarf's named after. Uh, hold on here. Do Not Jurassic it? Park. I do have it somewhere. Oh, uh, here we go. Phenis? Uh, Phaseus. Phaseus Ardlin. Ardly. Ardly. Captain Phaseus Ardly of the Truant. Yeah. So I will tell him that her whole crew was just um, disappeared into nowhere. And I know she's taking a trip back to um, that other continent. What continent? Taldori. Taldori. So it would take him very far away from all the troubles here. Um, but he'd have to, you know, be really thoughtful about it because it's full of ancient technology, which is why all of her sailors are now just zapped away. Well, what's life without a bit of adventure? Sounds like an interesting opportunity. Thanks for letting me know, Sumi. Can I get you another drink? Oh, yes. Thank you. And I mean, I saved her life. So, you know. She owes me if you want to be on that ship, plus she should be paying you very well. You're a very good bozeman. Did you say boatsman or bozeman? Bozeman. Isn't he the bozeman? Bozen. Bozen. Vincent the bozen. Also sometimes called boatswain. Mary, are we talking about cool stuff we're going to do? Well, Delilah's waiting. Uh... Yeah, if Norestos wants to go next, Jen, were you done? Yeah, no, I just wanted to know if Vincent and I had a fun night. Absolutely. Sweet. You definitely get the sense. (laughs) You definitely get the sense that Vincent has a network of people. Sweet. All right, uh, so we'll go with Norestos next and then Delilah. What does Norestos do on the 15th of Misithar? I'm going to... I'm going to cast Locate Animals or Plants. And I am going to specifically search for a says a name or specific kind of beast or plant how specific do i have to be what are you looking for a hunting bird of some kind that's fine so i shall cast that and i know the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles okay um so you will find one you'll find a couple Let's do Portamali. Yeah. 
So you are in the Gilded Esplanade. Uh, you find uh, one in the Crescents, in the like really, really hoity-toity rich neighborhood uh, just across uh, a couple of bridges. Cool. I'm going to go find it. All right. Using your spell, you're able to find it very quickly, and you just look at it so that you can change into it. Is it free or is it caged? Uh, free. It is on top of a building. Great news. I cast Animal Friendship. What's the range on Animal Friendship? 30 feet. Okay, so you're going to have to climb the building. I will climb the building. All right, make an athletics or acrobatics check, depending on how you approach the building. I will turn into a bird. Easier. <laughs> Just say, fuck climbing. <laughs> I will fly up and land on the roof and turn back into myself. Uh, at first, completely sidestepping any danger of guards or uh, watchers, and then you get back to the top and you turn back into a, a, a humanoid. Yep. And then I cast Animal Friendship. Okay. So it is charmed for 24 hours. Uh... Oh, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. It got a 10. It fails. It is charmed by me for 24 hours. And I say, fly with me, friend. Then you turn into a bird again. Yep. All right. You fly I off with the bird. Fly back to the exalted auction house. Is that it? Nope. Okay. It gets way cooler. For the next Eight hours, I cast Awaken. <laughs> I don't like what you're doing to this bird. I mean, I'm making have, a fucking friend. Doesn't that have uh, quite expensive material components for Awaken? Not if it's cast through the staff. Ha! So what does your awaken ritual of eight hours look like as you're hanging out with this bird? So, as the bird is sort of... I just pick, like, an area that's, you know, probably a rooftop of the exalted auction house. Uh, seems like a reasonable place. Uh, so it says, after spending the casting time tracing magical pathways with the precious gemstone, I trace them with the staff instead. Yeah. With the, with um, the end of the staff. So you act, you're actually tracing magical pathways inside a precious gemstone, like you're like kind of like jeweling within a precious gemstone. Yeah. Oh wow! But yes, I do like the uh, the visual of you using the staff to basically make those pathways, but like larger outside. Yeah. Sort of like a crazy runic symbol on the ground. On the roof. Uh, yeah, like in the whatever. I'm imagining those like white rocks that are on every yeah. rooftop. Yeah, I love it. Uh, just carving pathways, <laughs> talking to the bird, making sure he's cool, you know, probably giving him some snackums. Uh, so I spend eight hours doing that. After which, 
the target, my bird friend, gains an intelligence of 10. It also gains the ability to speak. <laughs> yep. It is charmed by me for 30 days or until Ooh. anyone or I or any companions do anything harmful to it. When the charmed condition ends, the awakened creature chooses whether to remain friendly to you based on how you treated it while it was charmed. Holy shit, you have uh, 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 a companion bird. You better fucking believe I do. Well, maybe, if it doesn't just get mad at you for giving it, you know, charming it and giving it awareness. Oh my god, what is this world? Who am I? Why am I here? Uh, I was so happy as a dumb bird. All of those questions, uh, we're going to answer together. Welcome to the world of sentience, my friend. So I'm definitely picturing this like in the movie Detective Pikachu when they realize they can hear each other. <laughs> well, to be fair, oh, I can talk to the here. Pika, pika, pika. <laughs> I can talk to the bird before. That's not okay. the weird part. The so bird the can bird talk back now. Now reaction. you guys can talk. The bird uh-huh. speaks in common and says... No, he doesn't. No, it doesn't? It speaks in druidic. Oh, okay, okay. Which is a language I can understand. So why did you make it talk? You could already talk to it. Now I don't have to cast a spell. Uh. Don't worry, there's like other reasons that I made. You wanted a friend. (laughs) First of all, I just was looking and I was like, I speak druidic and no one else does. Uh, Wow, way to exclude us all. You could have made the bird talk common. Yeah, that's going to be great when Nerestos is in trouble and he sends the bird to get help and it can't speak common. Can I be thinking about that during the spell <laughs> and then decide not druidic is the, probably the best bet? What do you uh, mean? This will be good when I fall down a well. Yes. Uh, oh, maybe I should. Uh, common is a better language. Okay, common it is. Uh, so, the reason that I've done this to have a bird friend is because I wanted a familiar but find familiar is not a druid spell so I went the super fucking long route into making a familiar uh, because I can use the spell uh, it's not beast bond it's the other one fuck what is it Eh. (laughs) it's beast something speak with beast no beast of palooza It's not Beast Bond, because if you use that on things that have an intelligence of uh, higher than four, it doesn't work. Beast 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 Sense. Beast Sense. You touch a willing beast. For the duration of the spells, you can use your action to see through the beast's eyes and ears. Beast eyes and hear what it hears. And continue to do so until you use your action to return to the normal senses. I can do that as a ritual. You can use it as a drone. I can. (laughs) Uh, that's pretty much the end of the thing I wanted to do. It's not the end of the thing I want to do. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Merrick, so, I just get to have cool things, right? The bird sort of cocks its head, looks at you, and then opens it, its beak and says, uh, Do I have a name? What do you want your name to be? Um, I don't know. How about, like, uh... Ooh, like uh, Silver Fang or like uh, Razor Beak. 
Terrence. Um. Yeah, I'm committing to that voice. I was Sweet, just I gonna say. I was gonna say. I hope this is a commitment to this voice now. I can't wait till I, you know, constantly go back to that well just to make you do it. Um. I mean. Death. Uh, Deathwing. Kind of uh, like Sunny. Sure, Sunny is <laughs> great. It's pleasure to meet you, Sonny. So things are going to be strange for a little while, because, you know, you're kind of on overdrive there, but uh, stick with me, and uh, we'll get you through it. Okie dokie. Everyone's going to be so happy with me when I bring this back. (laughs) Come on, Sonny. Sumi is. And she'll fly up to your shoulder. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Craig doesn't want, um, doesn't feel like showing up either. Yeah, because he's a bitch. Jerk is the man. Damn, Mary, your food smells so good. I'm going to save you a risotto ball for tomorrow. You're a good man. There are three. I will still get two. It sounds like noir detective gin. You see... You're a good it's a man. dark night. <laughs> Everyone goes bad on a dark night. I would also really like you to break out into Smelly Cat. <laughs> smelly Cat. Smelly Cat. Our cat is smelly. All cats are smelly. I uh, made him a flight of macarons for his birthday that he didn't take out of the fridge I can tell from his face I didn't take him out of the fridge whoops I'm gonna go do that so there's 10 flavors and he has to eat them and guess is he gonna eat them all while we watch him yeah yeah nice cause I haven't had the time to sit and watch him eat them so now we all have to watch him eat them I think it's weird that for his birthday you got him eating food for you. Well, it's like, do you watch Eugene's Rank King? Yes. I want him to rank king it. Oh, Merrick's too nice for that. Well, he can't. Well, he doesn't have to be mean about it, but he is going to have to rank them. I'm sorry. Have you seen Eugene as the Rank King? He has a a specific phrase that is a mean thing. Yeah, Merrick's not going to say that. No. Where did they come from? Who's also, I'm here. Oh. Also, did you guys forget that I'm here too? I really enjoy your dog voice. Uh, hello. Me yeah, too. it's pretty great. Because it's how I imagine all dogs talk. Mm-hmm. I'm a voice master. I know you are. Mm-hmm. You're 
You're both very quite good. No, very I'm terrible. That was a joke. Jen, Russian I accent now. I like your accents and your voices for your characters. Me too. What do you mean I do the Russian accent? No, no. <laughs> I like it. I was practicing my French because my French was so bad in the podcast. Wait, the the hoity toity one? Of Azadia. Oh, that one, yeah. Uh, no, it was great. That is, uh, not true. Yeah, see, that was just Russian again. Yeah. Well, I thought that was supposed to be Russian. <laughs> of course it was. There's a story. What's the story, Wishbone? Morning, Glory. It was not Oaken. As far as I can tell, Oaken is still asleep. When I went to Warlock. Ronan and Oswin were in the basement crying their heads off. So I went down to check, and adjacent to the story is the fact that they covered the stairs in toys. Home Alone style. Super, super safe. They were both super sad because Violet had left. Violet was not there. And Ronan tells me through his tears that Violet was being loud. And Oswin said she can't get to sleep. So I go upstairs and I say, Violet, what's going on? And she said, we discovered that we go to bed best when we're alone. And nobody wanted to leave, so I did. I'm like, go back downstairs and just go to sleep. Violet is 47. <laughs> I mean, I feel like her response was the most mature. I think yeah. so. I said, your brother and sister miss you a lot. Go downstairs and go to sleep. And she's like, but Osman won't go to sleep. I'm like, well, then just put her on the other couch where she can't see you. Yeah, that'll <laughs> stop Oswin. <laughs> That's what we know about Oswin is one couch will seal her. <laughs> <laughs> 